First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and it looks like Congress is going to kick the can down the road again. I know, I'm as surprised as you are that they're not going to do anything with regard to Jim Jordan become the speaker. I guess they're going to they're gonna make possibly... Uh, Name uh, temporary through the end of the year. Uh, honestly, they always um, they always let us down, don't they? I mean, honestly, how long have you been saying that uh, Republicans always let us down? Uh, really? I mean, honestly, seriously, when was the last time you said, "Oh man, the Republicans went in there and they really kicked a butt and got everything figured out"? Or do you always come to this moment of truth and the Republicans always let you down? Well, of course, the answer is second. Of course, it is. It's uh, that's that's just the way they do it. I told you that it used to be, you know, if you're going to step in an MMA fighting ring, you should fight that style, not Marcus of Queensbury, which is that old-timey boxing where you have your elbows uh, down and your fists up, you know, facing you and all that. that. Then you'll just get your butt kicked. But that's the Republican Party. Spineless Republicans and radical leftists. That's what we have in Congress. Wussies, I could use another word, and uh, radical socialists and even sympathizers with Islam in our in our leadership, and nobody's representing the people. Really? When's the last time that you felt that the government was fulfilling your needs? When is the last time? You got your military. Okay, your military members. When you guys were staying on base. You guys in, in basic or, you know, uh, just living in your, in your new barracks, living in hell because they don't have the money for you. What about you, uh, you uh, military members who were directed how to get food stamps last year? How do you feel? You think you're getting taken care of? While you swear your allegiance to the country and swear to defend us and the Constitution with your lives, do you, do you feel like it? Or do you feel like maybe that Washington, D.C. only takes care of the people who grease their palms and they grease them right back with your money? That's why Joe Biden wants to give $100 million to uh, the Palestinians following murder of 1,500 people. Murder, rape, beheading, burning alive, exploding, uh, torture. I can go on and on. And Joe Biden wants to give him $100 million. And you know what's going to happen to the money. The money's going to go to killing Jews. That's it. We're not stupid. We're not stupid, and we're tired of being played like we are stupid. This is uh, Donald Trump asked about it yesterday. Biden is sending $100 million to the Palestinians. Yes, Mr. President. Nobody was asking that question. What? Go ahead. Well, what do you think about that, Mom? 
I'd say it's a pretty inappropriate. It'd be like saying uh, your bombing is not out of uh, Berlin. You've got these uh, internment camps all over Germany. And uh, Hitler says, yeah, we need $100 million for humanitarian aid. What do you suppose that money's going to go for? What do you suppose the, the Hitler youth? Do you suppose that he was really concerned about those kids or they were just cannon fodder? You see what I'm kind of, you know, said you, yeah. A lot of similarities. There's a lot of history being repeated. This is that Jim Hansen guy I mentioned last year, Middle East Forum. He created that. He's also a special forces who spent decades in uh, in the Middle East. And uh, here's what he says about Palestinians and Jews. They haven't assimilated anywhere. There is no place where you've brought in people. Yeah, we can't bring them to the United States. It ain't going to happen. Whose entire existence is based around a genocidal idea that Jews do not have a right to exist where are you going to put them? You know, I mean, there's no place on earth where that idea should be. They're not taking them in Arab countries. They know it. Be safe. And we, <laughs> as the civilized nations, have an obligation yeah. to do everything we can mm -mm. to support wiping it out wherever possible. Bye -bye. And in this case, that happens to be in Gaza and pew, it happens pew. to be Hamas. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, exactly. Pew, pew. It's time for you to, you know, I'm just done with this. Like I said, I, I've been waiting 22 years since 9-11. Uh, we, we've gone through everything in the world. And, uh, and here we are back at square one. The same people who were catching candy on 9-11. The same kids who were dancing in the streets with the adults throwing candy with regard to all the people murdered in the United States. Well, they grew up. And what they do? Well, they invaded Israel and murdered 1,500 people. They slaughtered 30 Americans, 30 U.S. citizens. I want you to imagine. Let me try to make this real for you. Uh, your house. Sunday afternoon, just chilling, no, Saturday afternoon, just chilling at home. Door suddenly gets kicked in, incendiary bomb thrown in, destroys everybody in the living room, burns them alive. You hide in your safe space in the basement. They blow it up and they burn you alive. And then they take your wife and daughter out and rape them and murder them uh, in front of whoever is still alive. And Joe Biden wants to give them $100 million. Um, I say uh, bleep uh, that and uh, no. Uh, absolutely 1,000 billion trillion percent no. But here's Joe Biden. Joe Biden is going to deliver an address tonight. Hold on, I just got the press release. It's right here. This is uh, Joe Biden's uh, press release. His speech tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern Time is going to be entitled and he's going to address and then he's going to talk about Here's Joe Biden last night. Justice must be done. But I caution this while you feel that rage. Don't be consumed by it. After 9-11... No, use it to kill people. We were in rage. Uh, use it to kill terrorists. ...in the United States. Yeah. While we sought justice and got justice, no, we did, also did made we, mistakes. Did we really? I'm the first U.S. president to visit did we really? Israel in time of war. And we were the, he was the first president to return Afghanistan to where it was pre-9-11. I've made wartime decisions. I know the choices are never clear or easy. For yes, and you make them wrong. The leadership. There's always cost, but it requires being deliberate. It requires asking very hard questions. Like, like why the hell are you president? It requires clarity about the objectives. You don't have clarity about what you want for dinner. And an honest assessment about whether the path you're on will achieve those objectives. Yeah, here's his message for the people of Israel. You are not alone. 
as you're going to be murdered by the uh, the Palestinian terrorists. Thank you, uh, Mr. Prime Minister. In the wake of Hamas's uh, appalling <laughs> terrorist assault, <laughs> brutal, inhumane, <laughs> almost beyond belief <laughs> what they did, this cabinet came together and uh, standing strong, standing united, and uh, I want you to know you're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. You are not alone. No, no, no. But thanks. It was nice talking to you. I'm going to go give your uh, enemies $100 million, even though the enemies say they want it for humanitarian purposes, even though they use the people as human shields and don't care if the children die. So there's that. Oh, and this is his new expression is don't, don't, don't. That's it. Don't, don't, don't. My message to any state or any other hostile actor thinking about attacking Israel remains the same as it was a week ago. Don't, don't, don't. Well, I'm going to tell you, if that didn't just bring world peace, I don't know what will. Let's listen to it again. It was a week ago. Don't, don't, don't. You know, if, if Joe says it, what were we thinking? What the hell? What were we thinking? Why didn't we mention all those people? Joe Biden says no, no, don't, don't, don't. I don't know how to do the accent. Let's go to James in Albuquerque. Hello, James. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rob. How's it going? As usual, uh, you know, guess who's staying silent uh, because of all the terrorists protesting in our country and the squad? Yeah. Uh, the Republicans staying quiet about it, not saying anything, you know. Uh, and the squad, they haven't even assimilated to this country. So what makes them think that any of these terrorists are going to? Uh, real quick, can I weigh in on the speakership? Uh, oh, you heck know, yeah. This is the way jo- uh, Jim Jordan's going to get elected, is he needs to show up at the floor of the House of the Floor and and, and show up with a, a glass of uh, brandy or, or, or even scotch and start crying, and then they'll think it's John Boehner. And then oh. vote for him. I know? didn't think about the important. sympathetic alcoholic line. Oh, yeah, my God, Jay, you, you may have hit something here. Uh, listen, if you, if you just appealed to the alcoholics, that's three-fourths of Congress. You're yeah. exactly right. By the way, hey, James, Rob, did you know? Quick, did you know? Hold on, James, James, James. Okay. James, did you know during the State of the Union, if you go into the well, it smells like booze? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, go ahead. He was it up because he had to, he had to calm his nerves. <laughs> That's right. Get all drunk. Okay. What else? What else, James? Hey, real quick, I am. Uh, I'm sick of uh, Newt Gingrich, Peter King, uh, Mark Levin, uh, just going after the the eight that put this uh, this uh, this uh, what do you call it the the rule in place. He did everything right. Uh, 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 Matt Gates did everything right, and the eight did everything right, and then these three Gingrich. Peter King, Mark Levin attacking Matt Gates, they make me sick. I used to I used to, you know, be confident in what they said, not anymore. These yeah, people make uh, me sick. I'm with James, I, I love Mark Levin, don't get me wrong. He's got his reasons. I'm not gonna try and criticize him because he's got uh, much more experience and legal knowledge than I will ever do. I think he's uh, brain, I, no I don't sense. agree with it. Well, I don't agree with it. But I want you to listen to this as I as I'm, I'm gonna let you go and I'm gonna play this for you. Actually I'll play it for you now and get your reaction. This is Kevin McCarthy. When he accepted the speaker position, I want you to listen to this, the promises that he made. I'm going to get back to you. I want you to hear uh, and tell me how many of those he kept. Okay, here it is. We believe government should be to help you, not go after you. We're going to pass bills to fix the nation's urgent challenges. From wide open southern borders to American last energy policies 
to woke indoctrination well, in our schools. A year ago here. America's long-term challenges, the debt, and the rise of the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, waiting on that. Congress must speak with one voice on both of these issues. And America must speak to Congress with one finger. This is why we will end wasteful Washington spending from now on. If a federal bureaucrat wants to spend it, they will come before us to defend it. Uh, James, did you recall any of that happening while he was the Speaker of the House? Sounds like a, a Democrat running for office. You know, yeah, yeah. say something and then they, they lied to us. It's unbelievable. Like a Democrat because you're not answering my question. Here's the question. Yeah. Did yeah, he fulfill exactly. any of those promises? He, no, of course not. He didn't defund Jack Smith. He didn't defund the DOJ. He didn't release the January 6th tapes. You know, he didn't stop the money. Didn't pass any spending bills that would be uh, that would cut spending at all. He didn't do anything, James. Nothing. That's, what that's it's... why Matt Gates said that. Matt Gates yes. went after him and said, look, you lied to us. Yeah, exactly. So James, I appreciate this, We had this rule in place, and thank God we had that rule in place. I hope they never get rid of it because that's the only way we're going to keep these people accountable. All right. Thank you, James. I appreciate it. You know what? You didn't fulfill the tenets of your contract, and you got fired. That's what happened. Kevin, you got fired for a reason. You failed. They just threw him out. Poor little guy. Still, there's no tears for Kevin. I don't care about Kevin. Show what he's about. <laughs> That's why there's no tears for Kevin. I haven't cried. Have you cried? I haven't done any crying. I partied a little. He made a dirty deal. Allowed the Dems to steal his expulsion. of Speaker of the House is hereby declared vacant. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. He sent us back to Uh, Steve Bannon was talking yesterday with Jenny Martin of the Tea Party Patriots. And I lived in Washington, D.C. for a dozen years, and there's a lot of business that happens at steakhouses and whatnot. And uh, here is uh, uh, both of them talking about Capitol Grill and the lobbyists going after the 20 uh, congressmen who would vote against uh, Jim Jordan. And that's all. The, and the lobbyists were literally walking around cutting deals with people at the tables. Wow. That's, they said a couple of people that are going to be added to this, they were in full view, maybe having a few adult beverages, cutting deals with the lobbyists to vote against Jordan. Yeah, and that's what I've been talking about. A little bit more on this on the other side, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. So the uh, terrorist group Hezbollah has called for a day of unprecedented anger. It's a day of unprecedented anger. Let me translate that for you in in uh, Hezbollah. There you go. So that is uh, uh, the day of unprecedented anger. Again, translated. There you go. And uh, you know, I'm thinking maybe they've kind of been pissed off forever. 
So is the day of unprecedented anger? Uh, maybe they need like an afternoon of outrage. Uh, I don't know. That day, maybe you could do a week. Maybe, maybe, maybe a Hamas. I would give you a, sorry, whenever I do that, I need to spit. Maybe Hamas, you need to do, uh, instead of like uh, Taco Tuesday, do Ticked Off Tuesday. Here, 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 I'll translate it. Muhammad Jihad. There you go. So that is uh, uh, Ticked Off Tuesday or, 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 how about Fury Friday? Okay, I kind of like that. That's how you could say it. Yeah, it's kind of a <coughs> the uh, oh oh. How about a month of madness? Muhammad Jihad. Oh, Durka Durka. Muhammad Jihad. There you go. I'm thinking those are good ideas. I think those are good ideas. Was it Bill Maher? Bill Maher had some kind of interesting to say about this. Bill Maher is a. Uh, I think he might be Jewish. I mean, he doesn't believe in God. Uh, but anyway, uh, even Bill Maher understands that this whole line about the, uh, the Palestinians is a bunch of crap. Israel did not steal anybody's land. This is another thing I've heard in the last couple of weeks, words like occupiers and colonizers and apartheid, which I don't think... Isn't that weird? Because that's what they, uh, the left calls Americans. They call them colonizers on stolen land. Americans are colonizers on stolen land. And, and and that that's what uh, that's what the uh, the left and that's what uh, the the uh, radical Islamists say about about Israel. The exact same stuff. People understand the history there. There, the Jews have been in that area of the world since about 1200 BC. Long time, way yeah. before. That's a hell of a lease, I'll tell you that. Where the first Muslim or Arab walked the earth. A thousand years. Yeah, the Jews were around about a thousand years before the uh, before the the Arabs. I mean, Jerusalem was their capital. Yeah, Jer Jerusalem was their property. So, uh, you guys are just squatters right now. Actually, that's really what it is. Uh, Victor Davis Hanson is one of my favorite people, and uh, Victor Davis Hanson uh, was on last night. I, I, I believe he was on uh, uh, Newsmax. I, I, you know, I do all my own audio. Uh, but here is uh, Victor Davis Hanson talking about Joe Biden's idea for giving $100 million to the people who just blew up uh, and murdered and decapitated and burned alive and raped 1,500 uh, Israelis. If you have a lie that the Israelis hit a hospital and you promulgate it all over the Western and the Middle Eastern worlds and you get protests, then the American president humiliated uh, because he has no deterrence, then he will give you a $100 million Dangeld. And the funny thing is that in a weird way, Laura, we're basically saying to the Palestinians... It was on Laura Ingram's show. ...go kill Israeli children and women, and we're going to reward you out with $100 million. And what's even worse is we're saying to the world, if that missile that was intended to kill Jewish civilians in Tel Aviv uh -huh. had not missed the target what and happened? accidentally what? hurt some or killed some Palestinians, yeah. then we wouldn't even give them money, probably. we only give oh, them yeah. money because we're paranoid. They're angry over a lie that uh, that the Israelis did something, but it, if it wasn't a lie and they had really killed Israelis as intended, we probably would have said, well, that's okay. Yeah, give them $200 million. Yeah. This is uh, Victor Davis Hanson with what's happening in our country. But when you look at what they're doing to our troops in uh, Iraq, and you look at what's going on in, here on our campuses and in New York, and even at the Capitol, you get the, the impression we're... This is much worse than 1980 with Jimmy Carter. You have a oh, complete... Oh, yeah, we're, we're in some deep Durka Durka. ...down of U.S. deterrence. Yeah. 
throughout the time world. to kick some Durka. World, it's very dangerous. Very dangerous in the next 15 and months in general. I'm ready to kick Durka right in the ass. Specifically in the next week. There you go. So, uh, yeah, there he is. And, and I'm going to get into some of the little the audio yesterday on Capitol Hill that was uh, uh, unacceptable. Just absolutely unacceptable. And it's time for the children to get, to get a spanking. And, uh, and, and it is happening on campi around the country. It is, it is, it is. It's so cool. We might be able to kill two birds, or I should say two turds with one stone. Honestly, we might be able to go after students who are radical and also go after the universities that taught them all that stuff. Killing two turds with one stone, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. These uh, protesters around the world all got together literally within 24 hours to do organized protests with signs and chants. Uh, it's like it was almost planned or something. Up, up with liberation. Where's the one, two, three, four? Bomb the Palestinians some more. Up, up with liberation. I don't know what that was. Are you supposed to repeat that? There you go. I, honestly, it's the same crap. It is the same crap. And you know what's so kind of interesting, and, and I'm the only person saying this, is that uh, Democrats and Black Lives Matter treat inner city poor black people the same way that Hamas, the Palestinian Authority, and the Arab world treat the Palestinian people, all right? So they uh, live in poverty. They're given subsistence. They are told that they have no chance of success because of the white racists here in this country uh, and the police, which are essentially the Jews. You know, it's, it's like I'm just filling the Jews the same dynamic. I'm not saying all cops are Jews or anything. But here, uh, uh, Palestinians are taught they have no chance of success because of the Jews. Uh, black inner city kids with CRT and whatnot told you can't succeed because of white racism. Uh, Palestinian people martyr themselves. Their families are rewarded. They are featured in murals and used to forward a lie about racism. They are celebrated by and filled with members of radical groups like Hamas and Hezbollah. Inner city black people in our country are made into martyrs only when killed by white cops. Their families get cash, settlements from cities, and there are murals placed and they're used to celebrate and forward a lie about racism. They are celebrated by radical groups like BLM and Antifa. Hmm. I guess I'm the only person who sees this. Riots flare up when perceived racist incidents occur. Uh, and you don't even need to tell the truth about them. Like, like the bombing of the hospital doesn't even need to be true. You can just make it up. Hate crimes, Jesse Smollett, they just make it up. Because the, the media will carry it because they're on the side of BLM. And the Democrat Party, law enforcement is the enemy, both places, in, uh, in, uh, in Gaza and here. Uh, the, the people deserve, don't earn, they deserve. They don't earn, they deserve it. Because they are oppressed. Grievance drives resentment, drives crime. There you go. 
the countries, uh, you know, our countries founded on slavery and colonization, native lands. We need to return it to the Indians. Uh, Palestine, that country was uh, founded in colonialization, stolen land needs to be returned to the past. You get it. You get it. It, it, This isn't this isn't really uh, about a, a unique movement. It's about a way to overthrow. That's that's really what you're witnessing here. It's the same thing. They tried it here, but except we don't have the religious connotations. So there's that. Uh, you know what? A really um, important time for us is uh, is happening. The world is is uh, not quite on fire, but pretty damn close. And uh, we've gone through a lot of nonsense. We've had our supply chain upset. A lot of people are being uh, getting prepared uh, just in case something happens. And and I am, and I've got a gener- I got a solar generator downstairs. I've got food in the freezer. I got some non perishable foods. I've got you know my ability to protect myself and all of that. But uh, what they're saying, Doctor Jim Thorpe says, if you have an aspirin in your medicine cabinet, you should have a medical emergency kit in your house. And this is a good idea. Think about all of the stores, all of the pharmacies closing around the country. How are you going to get a packet of emergency items that you should just have on hand just in case? Maybe amoxicillin, which is an antibiotic. Maybe a zithro, which they use a lot of times for flu and whatnot. I remember I couldn't find zithro when my kids were little. There was the avian flu. Ivermectin. I took that. Worked. Uh, you, need the, you need to worry about bite wounds, bronchitis, COVID, nausea, vomiting, pneumonia. All of these can be taken care of with this terrific uh, medical emergency kit from a great company called The Wellness Company. Literally created by Dr. Peter McAuliffe, who was on the show yesterday. All you got to do is go online, fill out a few questions. They get an idea of what you need, what your family needs, and you're set. It's good to have it. Guys, it's, it's as necessary as jumper cables. Honestly, I think it's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And you know why? Well, I don't know, because a couple of years ago, I couldn't get medicine. I couldn't get ivermectin. I couldn't get hydroxychloroquine. They wouldn't allow it. I had to go to Florida. You can get them now. The Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals that can trust. You can trust with their new medical emergency kits, the gold standard. Here's what you need to do to get one, okay? And remember, it's the, it's the Wellness Company, so you need to go to twc.health slash Carson, okay? twc.health slash Carson. Place your order, 10%. Uh, discount promo code Carson. All right, TWC Health slash Carson. Do it. Get on the phone. Get your kit. Mine's on the way. Should be here today. I'll share on social media when it is. How about that? So yesterday, a uh, Jewish anti-Zionist group that overran the U.S. House turns out they are linked to the radical BDS movement. They have deep connections to left-leaning foundations and organizers, and a history of claiming Israel is an apartheid state engaged in genocide. Remember what I said about all of these protests being locked and loaded, I was absolutely right. 1,000%. But here's where things went off the rails yesterday. And here's why 300 people were arrested. And here's why those 300 people should be investigated. They should be put on no-fly lists, just like the January the 6th protesters. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, basically being attacked from behind by one of them. These people are not for peace. You can tell it's the same kind of movement that started with BLM and it'll be the same kind of they don't want peace. They want, they Black want. Gaza live! Black Gaza live! Black Gaza live! Murderers go home! Murderers go home! Black Gaza live! Black Gaza live! Now, on January the 6th, did anybody get that close to a member of Congress? 
that person should be in jail. Gaza and the genocide. And the genocide. Yeah, uh huh. You're just a little an academic fop. Um, here is uh, uh, oh, Cat Kamek. Cat Kamek is an excellent, excellent lawmaker. Here she is observing the uh, the uh, insurrection at our Capitol. It was an insurrection. It interrupted uh, proceedings on Capitol Hill, which should mean lots of solitary confinement and lengthy jail terms with no trials. There have been protests raging today. The pro-Palestinian groups and they are not even hiding it anymore outside they're chanting from the river to the sea and then calling the Jewish people who are being arrested inside comrades comrades they're comrades absolutely insane let me show you what's happening from my vantage point yeah. Uh, remember what I said about uh, the uh, people, black people in inner cities and the Palestinians and all that? Comrades. There's your connection. <laughs> your connection right there, man. This is clearly, this is so Stalinistic, it's not even funny. It's, it's ridiculous. Last night I did a video. I decided to post it on uh, Instagram, and I've got a great response from it, by the way. Uh, just Instagram Rob Carson Joe. Here's me in my kitchen last night as I watched these people invade the Capitol. Uh, they, they got in. They don't know how they got in, right? They weren't, I guess, maybe they were let in, just like the January the 6th protesters were let in, except for these people didn't stay behind the, uh, the velvet rope in the rotunda and by the way january the 6th when they opened the capitol there was no damage inside the capitol so why did people get sentenced to 20 years in jail and yesterday i uh, got a few people arrested i don't know if you knew this but a bunch of insurrectionists have invaded our nation there's me in the kitchen capital on our in the rotunda right now presumably they are interrupting a legislative procedure do i sound now like what that? i would recommend my god is that my voice because this is the protocol of our <laughs> capital police yes. who are doing a bang up job on capitol hill i suggest they follow the same protocols from january the 6th okay why they need to find at least one innocent protester that's unarmed sneaking through a window and shoot her to death yeah then completely ignore questioning the officer and let the officer off the hook see i'm responding myself then they need to find another woman and i do this in my head every day beat her to death like roseanne boylan and blame her uh, her death on a drug overdose yes. even though she hasn't yes. taken drugs uh since she became sober years and years and oh, years yeah, ago there's that then i would suggest you serve ooh, ooh, lie about cops being murdered Nail everyone on the capitol grounds using their cell phone data for years and arrest them in a very public fashion yeah. then overcharge them put them in jail I like put that. them in jail for as long as possible oh, yeah. in solitary confinement ooh. literally dozens of people put them in solitary confinement for years without a trial like even now there are january there's yeah, six protesters still, still in jail, in jail. Yeah. no trial yeah. no trial and then once drinking dirty water they go to trial uh do a kangaroo court uh make them plea and then sentence them to up to 22 years even if they weren't there how about that i think it's a good idea follow the same protocol for three years our FBI and DOJ has said that Trump supporters are the worst threat to America. They are the terrorists in America. All the while letting terrorists come into our country and infiltrate. I mean, it's ridiculous. 300 people were arrested after the pro-Hamas insurrections infiltrated the Capitol. And uh, they need to be tracked by cell phone data, just like the January the 6th protesters were. And they need to be uh, punished. Severely, severely. Oh yes, and here's a here's a. This is the worst thing in the world. Uh, this is one of the things that sent many January 6 protesters jail, interrupting a legislative proceeding. Okay.
That sounds just like a, a college campus, don't it? Isn't it kind of funny? Then Joe Biden yesterday, he did not mention Iran or threats to U.S. embassies in the Middle East. He confirmed that 31 Americans were on the 1,300 murdered in Israel. Uh, and he says he's going to bring back the uh, hostages, supposedly. But you know how Democrats are with bringing back hostages. They either blow it like Jimmy Carter does, or they give absurd amounts of money that just encourage more uh, more hostages. You know, like uh, giving them $100 million in aid to uh, the Palestinian Authority, which will basically pay for weapons to kill more Jews, just to kill more Jews. So there is, uh, so there is uh, that. Yeah. There is um, that. Donald Trump last night uh, walked out of the courthouse yesterday, I should say, and talked about uh, all of the nonsense that's happening around the world. You would have never seen this happening. It's being led by Iran. And you would have never seen this You wouldn't have seen Ukraine happening. All right. Uh, you had something about the fact that Biden is sending $100 million to the Palestinians? Yes. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, he uh, did talk about uh, the $100 million to the Palestinians after the Palestinians, uh, the uh, Hamas committed uh, Holocaust 2.0, uh, also known as Israel's 9-11. And isn't it amazing that the, um, uh, the people in the media literally erased, forgot Israel's second Holocaust it took two weeks. It's taken 80 years. We remember the Holocaust that happened in World War II. It two, we- two weeks, our media uh, erased, erased the Holocaust in Israel. It is, um, it is uh, remarkable. Now, the positive is that it is catching up with um, a lot of radicals on, uh, on campus. And, uh, and I think this is wonderful, actually. Uh, you know, I always try to look at the positive stuff, you know, realize that we're winning and all of this. Occasionally, we get these things thrown at us, and they're, and they're very worrisome. Don't get me wrong. I think we're in serious durka right now. But, uh, but we can win. But the neat thing is, all these college students who uh, went out yesterday, all of these college students that signed on these petitions that they should do the ceasefire and that Israel is at fault and all that, well, they were going to get jobs. And now a whole bunch of them aren't going to get jobs. And I think that's fantastic. And and you know what? That's the spanking those children should have gotten a long time ago. Yeah, and I'm not into spanking, unless it's between two consenting adults in the privacy of their own bedroom. But uh, New York law firm Davis Polk rescinded job offers at Harvard and Columbia for three students after the, the groups blamed Israel for the Hamas attacks. Davis Polk, one of the most prestigious law firms, has rescinded job offers for three students who appeared to lead condemnations of Israel in the wake of the Hamas terrorist attack. See, that's a character issue. It's a character flaw. You can get fired. You can lose your job for that. They don't want you to be a part of the organization because they think you might try to kill all the Jews who work there. Or you're just an idiot. Anyway, Davis Polk said two of the students who had their offers rescinded were leaders in groups at Columbia and Harvard that were affiliated with the Harvard-Palestine solidarity groups that condemned Israel following the tax. Davis Polk said that the views expressed in certain uh, of the statements signed by law school students' organizations in recent days are in direct contravention of our firm's value system. So tough bleep, said the kitty. You better just uh, get the deposit back on your uh, first apartment there, sunshine, because you don't have a job now. Yay! I've got some more of this coming up. It's happening at a couple different places, and hopefully, it will uh, absolutely cause the uh, public or the uh, the uh, uh, secondary education, the university system in America, to either become very introspective and purge themselves of this nonsense, or go out of business. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Rob Carson Show. 
Ooh. This is not an EV. And it never will be. Thank you very much. So, a uh, listen to this. Listen to this. Do you think this is going to uh, get you a job if you uh, have been uh, lost your job offer because you signed on to a petition supporting uh, Palestine, the Palestinians, essentially Hamas? Uh, it mentioned these kids are going to be uh, li- they're losing their jobs. Well, a law firm committed violence when it withdrew a job offer from the pro-Hamas New York University law student, according to a letter from a fellow NYU law students. Yeah. Ryan Workman, president of the school's uh, Student Bar Association, uh, issued a statement saying Hamas' deadly surprise attack on Israel's earlier this month was necessary. Workman's statement also expressed unwavering and absolute solidarity with Palestinians and their resistance against oppression. Oppression. They teach kids that in college. They don't even know what it means because they're so stupid. Toward liberation. And, I'm sorry. I've been ignorant. Uh, absolute solidarity with Palestinians and their resistance against oppression toward liberation and self-determination. With that, the Chicago-based law firm Winston and Strawn withdrew its offer to hire him. Former summer associate uh, published certain inflammatory comments regarding Hamas during a recent terrorist attack on Israel, distributed to the NYU Student Bar Association. These comments are profoundly in conflict with us, so you get no job. <clears throat> a letter from Workman's fellow students. Listen to this. These are the snowflakes, and they, these, they need a spanking. They need to be out of work. They need to maybe even lose their bloody careers, have to go do something else for a living. I'm not kidding. Screw you. You bet it down with the Nazis. Okay? You bet it down with Nazis. And, and this didn't just happen yesterday. It's been happening for years. So these universities have to be defunded, too. So the letter from Workman's fellow students says a law firm's decision to rescind its job offer is an example of, quote, listen, systematic concentrated violence. Those are talking points. Workman has endured in the wake of Workman's controversial pro-Hamas statement. The outlet added that the letter signed by the likes of the Black Allied Law Students Association and Women of Color Collective accuses NYU of complicity in the abuses of the Israeli government and condemns the broader NYU administration for not protecting Ryan as a student and important member of our community. Uh, Disband all of their groups, uh, remove them from school, or have them face disciplinary action, and Ryan, go work at Starbucks. You'll be welcome there. Um, We are deeply ashamed and angry with NYU Law, the NYU Board of Trustees, the Office of Dean, and the broader NYU administration for not protecting Ryan as a student and important member of our community. The letter adds that the the, workman had been an incredible leader in the community and is an integral part of the NYU Law, noting that workmen also, are you ready for this? This should keep the job. Made Halloween goodie bags for students. So the punk who signed the letter pro-Hamas and the uh, job offer was uh, rescinded, this, uh, this person, Raina Workman, uh, apparently one of her redeeming factors that she did Halloween goodie bags for students. So there you go. Better go find another job there, sunshine. Uh, welcome to life lesson number one. You've got a lot of working to do, probably another 45 years in the workforce, and you better get it together or you're going uh, to be living a very poor existence. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. 
That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is The Rob Carson Show. And this would be the final hour of the show today. The number is 800-922-6680. John Fetterman is facing backlash for saying something smart for a change. I know, I know. That's uh, on the way. Also, there's a new report. You know, it was the old headline. I remember Rush Limbaugh used to say, he'd say, uh, the world is ending. Blacks and my, you know, uh, uh, minorities and women most uh, affected. The world is going to end. Uh, minorities and women most affected. That's the way it always, you know, that's fine. Uh, and in many cases it is because, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, bullcrap going on in the country politically that keeps people believing that they can't succeed in this country because it's so racist. But that's all crap. So anyway, uh, there's a new report that says that uh, uh, blacks in Philadelphia have longer commutes. And apparently that's because of racism. So we'll get to that very shortly. It's just funny. Oh, yeah. Um, and by the way, my TV show, we just uh, wrapped up all the taping and hopefully most of the editing on my TV show, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World on Newsmax this weekend. I watched a rough cut of it. It was me coming back from vacation, so I was uh, ready to rock. I think that uh, this one is about the best written show that I've had. I've done uh, probably 200 shows in three and a half years, and I think you're going to get uh, a, a real uh, kick out of it. You're going to get not only a message that is based in truth, uh, everything, all the stories that I cover are, are truthful. I don't lie. I don't bull crap. I'm not like, you know, lying about uh, Hamas and uh, and uh, them, uh, you know, supposedly uh, a, uh, a hospital being blown up by Israelis that killed 500 people. Turns out to be an entire lie. It was a complete lie. Rashida Tlaib parroted it on Twitter and then incited a riot yesterday on Capitol Hill on a lie. I don't do that because you know what? Lying catches up to you. And and I'm not here to uh to lie. I'm here to tell the truth and then make fun of the people who are screwing up everything. So uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. I did. I was very fortunate. I had a week off. And and let me tell you why that was important. Because uh uh and this is just a point of personal uh, thing here. You know, everybody's got these little trimmers now. Everybody's trimming, trim, trim, trim your eyes and the ears and your, hey, you know, whatever. Maybe your your butta butta, you need a little trimmy down there and all that. So I got a trimmer. I got a new trimmer, mostly for the eyebrows and, uh, and uh, like, the, you know, sideburns and whatnot, you know. Um, and so I got one. I got a brand new one, and they changed it a little bit. Same trimmer, but a different head. And, and it looks like it has a guard on it so it doesn't trim too close, right? So if you're going to trim your mustache, if you had a mustache, that it wouldn't trim it off completely. Well, apparently, that wasn't the case with the new trimmer. The new trimmer, the, the thing that was already on it was ground zero. I mean, it was already 
all the way down. So when you went over what you're trimming, it took it down to the skin. All right. Now, normally that wouldn't be a problem. If it was, you know, if you maybe you're, maybe you're doing your chest. If you're, you know, a guy that want all the hair on the chest, whatever. But it was a problem because I did it to one of my eyebrows. <clears throat> so I'm going to watch it drop there. I'm thinking I'm have nicely groomed eyebrows. Three fourths away through the right eyebrow, I realized it was gone. It was gone. So then I had a choice. I could try to even them out. Maybe trim three-fourths to the left one, leave a little bit right above the eyes, you know, right there, just a little ball, like a little bush right there, or just go for broke, knowing that I'm going on vacation. So I said, screw it, and I shaved them off. So I went my entire vacation without eyebrows. Better than Nancy Pelosi. If I was Nancy Pelosi, all I would have to do is just find a spot on a, a much higher up on my forehead and use an eyeliner pencil to draw it so I look like I'm surprised all the time. But I, that, So I, I got back, and fortunately, uh, your facial hair and your eyebrows grow about the same speed, so I have eyebrows today, and I will have eyebrows on this week's show. <laughs> It was. I'm like, you ever done that? You're like, oh my god, what am I gonna? Maybe it may. If if this would have happened when I was in my 20s, or you know, I would have been freaked out. I would have covered it up. I would. Now I'm like, you know what? If you don't, so what? I don't have eyebrows. You want to ask a question about it? I'll tell what happened. I don't care. I just don't care. That's one of the amazing things. And, you know, I used to worry about aging, and, and I do, you know, yeah, we all worried about aging, and I've never been, pardon me, I've never been 57 before, uh, you know, so, you know, the, all these things kind of happen, you're like, oh, okay, well, that isn't supposed to hurt, you know, that isn't supposed to hurt, when did that start hurting, you know, that kind of stuff, and it's going to happen to you, you're 30-something people, it will, it's going to happen, you know, uh, you know, so, but, but another great thing about aging is, you, there sometimes you just don't give a crap what other people think. And I, there are just times that I don't. I, I just don't. And I think that it, it, it's a good thing because in talk radio, you got to. I have people, they'll, they'll leave me really just cruel things on social media. And that probably would have tore me up at one time. But generally, you know what my response is? It's, my God, why, why, why would you say that to somebody you don't know? Why, what, did you, did you learn that from your parents? I mean, what, who made you such a terrible person? And, and, I mean, is there anything I could do to make it better? Because, honestly, if you're willing to do this to a person you never met on social media, I mean, you got something going on in your life, and I think maybe you ought to address it. And, and you know what happens when I do that? I get no response. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It is funny. It is funny. You know what I think I'm going to do here? I'm going to do, uh, do a little comedy. Because, uh, you know, I think we need it. Um, I've been thinking a lot about this over the last few months and, uh, and realizing that, um, you know, when, when soldiers are in battle, they need uh, their morale. And, uh, and I'm, I'm not going to be a, a general. Uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, there are people who know politics and world events much better than I do. All I bring to the table is life experience, show prep, um, and common sense. And, and one of the things that I can do is to keep your morale up, give you a perspective that makes you go, you know what, I'm going to fight again today. I'm going to fight again today. This is a song I came up with a couple years ago as, uh, as the descent into insanity started in our country with CRT in schools. They said it didn't exist. Then they did say it existed. Then they 
they got mad at us, called us racist because we wanted to get rid of it. And then the transgender bullcrap and all the COVID bullcrap and all the lies about the 2016 election, Russia collusion, all the things you were supposed to believe that uh, were not true and all the things that you knew were true were told misinformation and disinformation. We encapsulated it all in one song. And for those of you who didn't know, I use an expression at the end of my radio show and TV show. I don't know why I do it. Maybe I may end it at some time. But for now, I use it. It's don't catch the stupid. Because I, when, when COVID was happening, I realized that, that somebody was telling me that if I stand six feet from somebody, they will live if I have COVID. And if I stand four feet, they will die. They also told me that a cloth mask would stop a deadly virus. And I said, well... Um, a cloth mask to prevent the deadliest plague ever is like wearing a cowboy hat to go scuba diving. And then I came up with the don't catch the stupid idea. So while you are, you know, worried about COVID, don't catch the stupid, which is actually pretty, I think, worse than COVID. If you catch the stupid, then you do stupid crap, like think your kids shouldn't go to school for a year. And you do stupid crap, like wearing a stupid mask, which people still do because they're stupid. And that's why I came up with this. Arizona. Oh, yeah. The, and Corona. Lie of the election in Arizona. All the lies about them they've been telling you. No, she won. How did they win it? Carrie Lake lost. The freaking Senate. Yeah, sure. When the votes that they received were very few. I don't know. Let's sing. Don't catch the stupid. Don't buy their BS. That climate change is real. Inflation's not. No. Don't catch the stupid. Don't believe them. Because distraction and diversion's all they got. We all know that Hurricane Ian was the result of global warming. Russian collusion. Oh. Led to confusion. That was a lie. January 6th is a smoke screen. Like the new Green Deal <laughs> is a disguise steal. Like their mandate forcing you to take vaccine. Uh, they were lying Don't too. Don't catch the stupid. You just can't do it. Nope. That in women's sports, men should compete. That's pretty stupid. They're teaching sex ed in kindergarten. Their destructive policies we must defeat. Like wear a mask. Oh, yeah, there was that. Don't wear a mask. Stupid. Statues have fallen. Oh. It's so appalling. Hey. To ignore Hunter's laptop and his staff. What, what, what? Don't catch the stupid. Reject their nonsense. Yeah. Don't catch the stupid. Here Reject their nonsense. Stay with me. Everything is stupid on the left. See, there we go. You got to make fun of them. It helps. It really does. It really does. They do it to us. They call us climate change deniers, and they call us all this stuff. And they do it to humiliate and embarrass us, but it doesn't work anymore because we know they're lying. So there you go. That's what I do. That's what I do. Uh, average annual family health insurance plans. You know the average family health care plan costs now after Obamacare was going to fix everything? Are you ready? $24,000 a year. $24,000 a year. That's the cost of a small car. Inflation has pushed up premiums. In premium, $24,000. Now, a small car does cost $24,000. And if you can pay cash for it, God bless you. But chances are, you're going to have to finance it. So $24,000 is approximately $450 a month car payment. I know this because I sold cars. So there you go, uh, 450 bucks a month for five years. You have to pay this off in one. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah, you're thinking only $450 a month. Oh, no, no. Multiply that by five for the average family. There you go. 
That's 7% cost uh, increase in the cost of employer-sponsored family plan brought the average uh, premium to nearly $24,000. And employees have been paying uh, for an increasing percentage of that premium themselves over the past three years, reaching an average of 27.5% this year. Why are we spending trillions of dollars on Obamacare that was going to fix everything? Was it because they never fix anything? It was because they never fix anything. There you go. You're right. You got sold the bill of goods. Inflation Reduction Act. You remember that? That was just a year and a half ago. Did it fix inflation? Nope. You know why? Because it never does. They never fix anything. When is the last time that the the government said, ta-da, Social Security is fixed. Ta-da. Hey, the infrastructure is perfect. Ta-da. Our schools are awesome and our kids are performing well in their tests. Every bloody thing they touch turns to crap. Crap, 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 crap. That's what I said about Joe Biden. This one, I said this, I came up with this uh, a while back. I said that everything that Joe Biden uh, turns, uh, that is gold, he turns to crap. I call it the reverse Midas touch. Crap touch. And that, that's Joe Biden, but I'll just venture, I'll just say Congress, everything that they get a hold of, uh, they do that. Like, for instance, uh, electing a new speaker, the Republicans, you know, it used to be fairly easy to do, not anymore. Crap touch. Yeah, yeah, Washington, D.C., everything they touch turns to crap, and they never fix anything, do they? Are you ready for the really bad news? (laughs) The average American family now needs to own a home... That is the medium price home in America. If you want to own the medium, not the above, not the below, uh, the above you won't be able to afford. But if you want to afford the uh, median home price, you got to make $115,000 a year. 40,000% more than the median worker's salary. That's why all the, uh, uh, the rental signs are showing up in your neighborhoods like mine, the houses that were bought up by cash buyers and rented for $2,500, $3,000 a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it's cheap here, but it's a lot more elsewhere. So there you go. Redfan has uh, uh, revealed that prospective homebuyers need $114,000, 15% from a year ago, more than 50% since the start of the pandemic. This is about $40,000 more than the income of the typical household, meaning home ownership is going into the rearview mirror of most people's lives. The typical U.S. home sold for four hundred twenty dollars in August, up 3% over a year, about 12000 shy of the all-time high in 2022. And by the way, did you hear that the uh, prime interest rate, mortgage rate, about 8% right now. So there you go. Other than that, things are great. Joe Biden has turned the job market. Well, no, the job market's doing good because everybody needs three jobs. Uh, the average worker and, uh, and of course, um, the, uh, the price of health care. He's turned that to crap as well. Congratulations. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. <laughs> By the way, the big breaking news this morning that I haven't said anything about is that Sidney Powell has pled guilty in the Georgia election case. Donald Trump's Kraken lawyer in plea deal talks. So will she turn? She made a shock appearance in Fulton County Court, Georgia. The Kraken lawyer avoided jail and was given six years probation. She agreed to testify against her co-defendants, including Donald Trump. Well, this is what happens when you're financially ruined and threatened with billion-dollar lawsuits. That's what happens when you're, when you're crushed by a corrupt legal system. And uh, you'll say anything. 
You'll say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says uh, she agreed to testify truthfully against her co-defendant. Okay, sure. You betcha. You betcha. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be blockbuster stuff. Give me a break. That's why I haven't said anything about it. Uh, everybody who was uh, somebody working with Donald Trump in their administration has been destroyed financially. Uh, Peter Navarro, uh, KT McFarland. That's what the uh, legal system has done. That's what the DOJ has done. They've come up with uh, nothing, and this is the latest example. That's why I haven't said anything about it. Because, honestly, uh, I don't give a crap about these lawsuits. Uh, they are all bullcrap. They are all election interference. If you don't understand that by now, four uh, lawsuits happening exactly the same time during an election. Are you kidding? You know, again, I, I don't have time for stupid. Don't bring that to my table. I'll say go eat somewhere else because I don't have time for it. I don't have time for the nonsense anymore. All I have time for is to fight back. That's it. That's what I got to say about it. Here's uh, Donald Trump yesterday talking about uh, his appearance in court on this uh, this uh, <clears throat> case in New York where he, are you ready for this? <clears throat> he inflated the value of his properties to get uh, loans that he paid back, and the banks were completely satisfied. Although, there's questions to the whether he inflated his property values. And here's one of the reasons why. Are you, you know why I know that he didn't inflate his property values and deceive anybody? Because the banks gave them the loans. And if you think that the banks are going to... Uh, listen, for a couple hundred thousand dollar loan for my house, I got a rectal exam. Every time I have a uh, get a loan, I get, I get a rectal exam. I swear to God. Do you think that Donald Trump, uh, you know, I don't know, I want to borrow a billion dollars, that they're going to go, okay, we'll take your word for it. Mar-a-Lago's worth a billion dollars. Are you kidding me? This is nonsensical. And then we find out that they valued Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. The judge, this jackass in the court. Now, here is uh, Donald Trump coming out afterwards talking about the bankers who testified yesterday and how there's no case because there's no grievance. The banks came in, as you know, Deutsche Bank came in. He was their witness, and he was a great witness for us. They said they were very happy. The loan was paid off. There were no defaults. There were no deficiencies. There was absolutely nothing. And I will tell you... What they've done here, the Attorney General sitting inside, spending her whole day, day after day after day, when people are being murdered all oh, yeah, the streets, the sidewalks of New York, violent crime, and no business is going to move into New York. They I used would. a statute on me that's never been used, not once, has never been used for anything like this. And they used it to be where I don't get a jury, I don't get anything. We have no rights whatsoever. Any company coming to New York would be crazy. You don't want to know what all of the uh, lawsuits are based on? All of the lawsuits, you know what they're based on? They're based on Letitia James, modus operandi. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus on Donald Trump. We need to follow his money. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. This illegitimate president. I look forward to going into the office of Attorney General every day, suing him and then going home. I hope that uh, when Donald Trump becomes the president again, they find a way to remove her from the uh, from office and, uh, and then I can maybe see her at a drive-thru and say, you know what, I think I'm going to do the non-fat hot latte instead of the ice latte. Can you get that for me, Letitia? I'd, and, a, and a scone. Would you mind it? I'll have a scone. Oh, I'm sorry. The, those Harvard students are working here. Where's Letitia? What, what, uh, what Starbucks is she working at? Oh, she didn't have a job yet because she's not even skilled enough to work at Starbucks. Okay. All righty. I got gotcha. you. 
Uh, coming up, I've got some. Uh, I got a ton of stuff to get to before the end of the show, including um, that uh, Chinese-run lab in California where they found all the rice, the, the mice that had been infected with diseases. Well, it turns out that uh, there could have been a disastrous outbreak there for the surrounding area. I know, I know, I know. And then uh, Tucker Carlson has also raised uh, $15 million for a new media venture. Actually, I'll just tell you about that now. No, I won't. I'll give it a second, because that music is my walk-off music. It's like when the Oscars, when you're in the middle of a speech, your producer plays a music bed and says, okay, Carson, it's time to head off stage for a commercial break. So I'm going to do that, and we'll be back locked and loaded right after this. Carlson is doing some crowdfunding. He's raised $15 million for a new media venture with backing from financier Omid Malik. Uh, Tucker has secured $15 million. Bucks. Apparently, the president of investment uh, firm 1789 Capital, which bankrolls conservative-friendly companies, poured money into his newest enterprise. I don't know what the enterprise is. But, uh, yeah, apparently they're working on something. They have a, an idea for a new uh, media company, and they're going to add shows from different hosts. So uh, there you go. Uh, the, the, uh, the whole vision is to create the next media company that is purpose-built for the 2020s and 2030s. I, I wish Tucker the best. I, I enjoy, uh, I really enjoy Tucker Carlson. I, I admire him greatly. Um, you know, he's been in Washington, D.C. for a number of years. Uh, 30 plus years of his life and uh, he's an interesting cat I mean really is one of the things about Tucker you don't know is that he's just like kind of blue blood California kid who was spoiled rotten and he's kind of become this good old boy uh, and he uh, he likes hunting and stuff you know he likes fishing and whatnot and then every once in a while I caught him one night he keeps he keeps a, a a a thing of snuff on the set with him, and he keeps it in his bottom lip. Did you know that, that is about as, that is about as get, get, as it gets? So you know, and for you guys who dip, that's your business. I don't personally, but I thought it was kind of funny because I because uh, I saw that. But uh, anyway, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. I want to mention this real quick. I, I mean, I've done thinking about this. So Joe Biden said they're going to give a hundred million dollars to uh, the Palestinian Authority to uh, for, for aid for the uh, the innocent Palestinians, um, of which I, I doubt there are very many. Uh, the children, of course, um, teenagers, whatnot. Uh, but but uh, most of the people there just hate the Jews. Hate 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 the Jews. Hate 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 the Jews. Is that a new song parody? I think so. Um, so they want $100 million so they can make the Palestinian people healthy so they can be used as human shields. They want humanitarian aid so they can make the Palestinian healthy so they can be used as human shields. And that's what they use the Palestinian people for, is human shields. They do. They do. They don't care about them at all. They don't. They use them until they are, you know, they die, and then they blame the Jews, and that's the payback. That's what it is. It's, it's the same way with Democrats and inner-city uh, black people. It, it's just pay attention. Just do a little research. You'll get it. You'll understand it. Because Palestinians, like for instance, check this out. 1979, that was the hostage crisis in Iran. That's when it started. A bunch of uh, uh, radical Islamists with the Ayatollah Khomeini uh, overtook Iran because Jimmy Carter invited them in and said, come on in, come on in, come on in. Then, 22 years later, September the 11th happens. 
And the people in uh, Gaza, they dance in the street and they dance and they sing and the kids, they get candy and all of this stuff. And then, 22 years later, what happens? They invade Israel and commit the greatest act of barbarism seen in modern times. 2222. Isn't that kind of interesting? They, the exact same time. And are you kind of ready to break this chain? I think I'm about ready to break this chain because I'm really getting fed up with radical Islam. I'm really getting fed up with this. And unfortunately, we, uh, we didn't learn anything from 1979. And uh, we dropped the ball in 2001. And here we are in 2023. 22 years after the other 22 years, and radical Islam is still using the same tactics, and we're still saying, oh, those poor Palestinians, we gotta send them some money. No, we don't. We have to, don't have to send them a damn dime. Sorry. You know, this is, this is akin to, um, I, was, I was having this debate back and forth. I'm like, did our generals call the man in Nagasaki and say, hey, probably want to get the innocent people who are non-military uh, and not down with the emperor out of the city. Thought you should, yeah, just do that. Do it. I'm thinking this Saturday. Can you do it by this Saturday? Because something big is going to happen. No, they, they didn't give them any warning. They didn't. They looked at the entire country as a whole and as the country had broken from its feudal past and invested itself in this emperor and his worldview. And so they had sacrificed millions of lives. They cost millions of our lives or tens of hundreds of thousands of our lives. And then when ultimately it came down to push comes from shove, we could, we could continue this battle further or we could stomp them into the dust. And that's what we had to do. Sorry, it sucks, but that's what we had to do. That's what they're gonna have to do in Gaza. They, they are giving them the opportunity to leave. But this ideology has to be uh, ended. We can't go another 22 years, can't wake up, you know, when I'm 80-something, and my kids are, you know, hopefully I'll be around then, um, or 90-something, whatever the hell, 80-something. Uh, um, but uh, we, this is, you know, this has got to stop. That's, that's what I got to say. We keep doing it, you know, we keep doing it, we keep doing it. And, and it's interesting, when you've been on the planet long enough, you, uh, you, you recognize the pattern. You go, you know, I think we should be done with this. Because honestly, uh, enough is enough is enough. Enough is enough is enough. A rancid Chinese-run lab in California that was experimenting with HIV, herpes, and malaria could have sparked a disastrous disease outbreak. Well, what do you think? You think maybe they might have been trying to do that? Maybe a lab that might leak something where they're creating a virus? The adults are going to have to take charge. Uh, Dr. Brad Winstrup warned uh, dangerous viruses could have escaped makeshift lab. So this Chinese-run bio lab that contained hundreds of vials of deadly viruses could have sparked a major disease outbreak. I don't know, maybe that it was, that's what it was there for. A top House committee has warned. Dr. Ben Wintrup, a uh, Republican from Ohio, uh, said in remarks Wednesday, a seemingly minor misstep like accidentally tearing a protective glove could have led to a disastrous leak from the lab. Not in Wuhan. No, no, in California. Why do you suppose the lab was there? December 2022, uh, 2022 it contained biological samples. This, uh, the facility contained biological samples of, ready? COVID, HIV, herpes, malaria. 
These are the same things that are found in Hunter Biden's sheets. That's why the hotel staff, they have to go in with um, hazmat suits just to remove them with tongs. Yeah. So anyway, Dr. Weintraub, the head of the Select Committee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, said lab leaks can occur for a multitude of reasons. Mishandled biological materials, escaped aerosols, design flaws, human error, or, you know, maybe on purpose. I just added that. Uh, Inside the lab, uh, authorities found hundreds of mice that had been genetically modified to catch and carry the COVID virus. Weren't they giving rats the plague in World War II? Weren't they they experimenting with that? Weren't they experimenting with animals released with the disease to bite and infect people? I'm sure I'm just... I'm being paranoid. (laughs) I'm sure I'm just being a little bit paranoid. No, No, maybe not. Maybe I'm not being paranoid at all. Not being paranoid at all. This is, uh, I saw the other night uh, Eric Rowling talking with uh, Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck, uh, he signed on, I don't know if you knew this, he signed on the year on, I believe it was September the 12th of 2001. He was 37 years old. He signed on just like Rush Limbaugh, 37 years old, went national at age 37. I waited a few years. Uh, but anyway, uh, Glenn, his career was was founded on September the 11th. He really was. He really was. And he's been a, a champion uh, of never forgetting that day. And here is uh, Glenn talking about the battle that we face right now. And I agree. Yeah, I will tell you that I did say that uh, communists, progressives, um, Islamists, uh, and atheists would all work together uh, to overthrow the West. Um, and that's, that's exactly what we're watching. We're watching people that don't actually have a lot in common, uh, except for either their hatred of Jews or their hatred of the West. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they'll battle it out after they collapse the West or kill all the Jews. They're trying to. Um, yeah. it's, uh, it's a really terrifying time to watch the news and, and be alive and at the same time, it what? is a, a thrilling time because this is the time where we either stand up yeah. and we recognize the differences that we have and then look for the things that we have in common. We cannot coexist with people that say it's okay to kill babies, moms, uh, and fathers just in their sleep. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no culture, no civilization in the world that, that produces good things where it's based and and tolerates things like that. Now, Glenn said that uh, early this week before the hospital incident that was turned out to be a lie. So Hamas fired a missile. It fell into a square near a hospital, burned up a few cars. They said that it burned up the hospital. There were eyewitnesses who said there were hundreds of bodies, children murdered, all of this. It was all a lie, all a lie. Glenn Beck was talking about that on Monday, and yet yesterday, all of the murder, all of the mayhem, the 9-11 of Israel, uh, the second holocaust of Israel, had been erased from the news. That's how bad things have gotten with regard to anti-Semitism in our country. So things have changed a little bit since Glenn was talking, obviously, but he's right. This is the final battle. This is going to have to be the final battle. We have to give all of our support to Israel. That means uh, 
the weapons they need and needs the money they need. That's that's what I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. But I'm kind of getting tired of this circle of death that ultimately ends up in Americans being hurt. And now it's all over our country. Yeah, so something's going to have to be something's going to have to be done about it. Something is going to be have to be uh, done about it. I think uh, I think it's time to uh, do something a little bit lighter, shall we? Because you know we do these things because of all the absurdity in the world. One of the things we do is called a, a gender confusion update. Gender confusion. What is my gender today? Hey 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 hey. Gender confusion. My elementary school students about gender. Yeah, you know, a couple of years ago, if you would have said that uh, uh, I'm a boy and I want to be a girl, I want to become a woman and compete against girls in athletics, they would have said you're insane and you need to go to a uh, you need to go to an insane asylum. Well, now it's uh, if you say anything about the person who is insane, you uh, you lose your job and your position and all that stuff. Isn't that funny? Uh, a transgender woman won an eighth world championship in fencing. Now, this isn't, uh, you know, putting posts in the ground and wire like, uh, you know, many people might think. This is the, uh, the uh, sword fighting. Yeah. Uh, Liz Kokab, who used to be a dude, competed in the Vet Women's EP, okay, or EPE, it's EPE, I guess, against 14-time champion Marja Lisa Samaroja of Finland. I'm a huge fan of her fencing. She, the way she gets all stabby is amazing. Competition play, took place in Florida, and uh, this is the Copag second win in the 70-plus category of competition. Came under scrutiny after being biologically man and competing in the women's uh, uh, category. The U.S. Fencing Association decided to institute its own policy on transgender and non-binary competition in November 2022. Blah, 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 blah. Do you know when they, when they create a, a, a designated ca- category <clears throat> for the transgendered to make everybody happy? So you got men competing against men, women competing against women, and men competing are, are, are transgendered individuals competing against one another? Guess who always wins? The people who were born dudes. I know. I'm as surprised as you are. I'm a little, uh, little surprised by that. It's always the guys who were born dudes and became women who suddenly, suddenly win. It's pretty remarkable. Also, only uh, one biological woman was able to get to the top three of the women's cycling champions in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, it was October the 7th. Two dudes took first and second place. And uh, fortunately, third place was be able to be held on by somebody who still has a nina. Yeah. 25-year-old Tessa Johnson took the top spot while 30-year-old Evelyn Williamson won second place. They both have slightly different bike seats than the third-place winner, Allison Zumda, or Zamuda. She was in third place in the single-speed race. Only biological female in the top three of the women's bike race in Chicago. Isn't that interesting? Coming up, I've got something... When I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm stopping all the, the stuff that's going on in the world. I want to tell you a story that if you're, if you're complaining about your lot in life today, and, and many, I know you, many of you have a real you know, reason, but I got a story on the other side of this break. Uh, uh, this guy is uh, optimistic, and, and when I tell you what happened to this man, <laughs> when I tell you what happened to this man and that he is so optimistic just six weeks later, you're, you're going to go, okay. It'll put it in perspective. I'm going to have that on the other side of this break. And this, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Jimmy! Across town traffic. Electric vehicle maker received the largest ever North Carolina state subsidy. 
Yeah, it's called VinFast. Uh, their earnings report uh, shows that the electric car company with massive, massive investments, uh, $623 million lost. They've lost $5 billion since 2021. You know why? Because EVs are for posers. Yeah. Uh, so, got the largest uh, taxpayer subsidy in North Carolina history, lost $623 million this summer with the net losses eclipsing $5 billion. VinFast revenue swelled 3.8% from the second quarter, blah, blah, blah. Net losses, blah, blah, blah. Electric vehicle deliveries from the six-year-old Vietnamese company hit 10000 for a third quarter of 2023. Uh, it's because uh, they're junk. So, 60% of the deliveries they've done account for more than 6,000 went to Green and Smart Mobility, a rental and taxi company. Uh, you get it. They're going to be junk. They are going to be junk. The cars, by the way, cost $50,000. And uh, the, the, uh, the, the VF8 City Edition SUV has been described as sickness-inducing, terrible, sloppy, and borderline uncontrollable. Sounds a lot like Solyndra, don't it? Yeah, it does. Are you feeling down on the luck, down on the tooth? Listen to this story. 61-year-old Navy veteran. May see the movie The Reverent? The, the Revenant? Yeah. Stumbled upon a massive grizzly bear last month in, in, uh, in Montana. So he, uh, he turned around, gave the uh, bear its first punch, and the bear chomped down on him. And, uh, and then things got really ugly. And when they, you hear this guy's attitude about it all, it is fantastic. Yeah, Mike and Ashley, Rudy Norlander has had an incredible recovery, but it's been a difficult one. When asked today what has kept him motivated through all of this, he said it has been his family and his love of life and the thought that he'll take down that grizzly bear in round two. Listen to this. With a gentle wave, Rudy Norlander walked into today's press conference at the University of Utah Hospital with the support of his two daughters and his surgeon. Hello. It's been five weeks since Norlander was attacked by what he described as a 10-foot mega bear in yeah. Big Sky, Montana. Yeah. He was helping a group of hunters locate an injured deer. So he said... He actually was glad that it was him and not somebody else. Wow. During the attack, the bear tore off his lower jaw, bit his arms and legs, put a scratch on his... Tore his jaw completely off. ...chest and collapsed his lung. He's had three surgeries, including a complete jaw reconstruction that took 10 hours to repair the damage. So we did um, a virtual surgical planning session, yeah. um, which allowed us to create a custom plate that was used to reconstruct his jaw and to also create, um, a, what they're called cutting guides, so that we could customize a flap from his fibula bone. Wow. Norlander is now 15 days out from that major surgery Listen. and healing quickly. We are working on getting Rudy eating and maybe if he's really lucky, we'll have a root beer float waiting for you in the room. We'll see. Norlander says while it's difficult to talk, oh, a little. I yeah. Will. What's kept him motivated is his family and a desire to return home. He said, my job proves that most people are good and I can't wait to get back to it. And he also says, I will win round two. He said he'll win round two. That's pretty cool. 15 days ago, has his jaws ripped off, uh, attacked by a beer, he, uh, bear. He comes out, he has a press conference and is positive about life and says that I'm glad it happened to me and not my friends. There you go. There's a lot of crap going on in the world, guys. There's a lot of crap going on in Washington, D.C., and the only way we're going to get through it is together. We can do this. Good will win. Despite all these headlines, we have to stay as focused as the founders. But we will win. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. 
That's going to do it for the show, guys. Pray for Israel. Be strong. Stay focused as the founding fathers. God bless you, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, do not catch the stupid like Washington, D.C. I'll see you then. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.